Hello, this is Supriti from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 5th of July. India reported over 39,000 new coronavirus cases. The total infection tally now stands at 3.05 crore. Meanwhile, 723 new deaths were recorded in the last 24 hours, taking the fatality count to 4.02 lakh. According to the data released by the Union Health Ministry, over 6.77 crore doses have been administered across the country in just under two weeks since India returned to centralized procurement and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. This is almost a fifth of all doses given since vaccinations began on January 16th. The Karnataka government today announced that it will soon start a serological survey for children. The sero survey checks for the prevalence of antibodies in the population over and above those who clinically tested positive for the virus. It suggests a more accurate picture of the extent of the infection. According to the News Minute, Karnataka has conducted two sero surveys since the onset of the pandemic, but none included children. This came amid the rising concerns that a possible third wave of the pandemic will affect children more. However, interim findings of a study done by the World Health Organization and All India Institute of Medical Sciences suggest that this was unlikely to be the case. In another announcement, the Karnataka government on Sunday allowed places of worship including temples, mosques, churches, gurudwaras and other religious places to open only for prayers. The Bihar government today announced that universities, colleges, technical educational institutions, government training institutes and schools in the state will be allowed to open with 50% attendance. Meanwhile, the Uttarakhand government has extended the curfew in the state by another week till July 13th. The government has allowed malls to operate at 50% capacity. According to an ANI report, Bharatiya Janata Party workers have staged a protest against an unauthorized vaccination drive in Kolkata that was uncovered last month. In this regard, the state party chief Dilip Ghosh said in a tweet, and I quote, Fake vaccines are being administered, ruining the law and order situation of the state. End quote. Globally, the coronavirus disease has infected over 183.7 million people and killed more than 3.97 million. Assam Chief Minister Himanta Biswa Sarma on Sunday said that intellectuals from Assam's indigenous Muslim community have agreed on the need to control the population in parts of the state. According to NDTV, this came after Sarma held a meeting with 150 intellectuals and academicians to discuss his government's two-child policy and the development of minority communities. The Assam government had last month proposed a two-child policy to avail benefits under certain government welfare schemes. The chief minister also said, and I quote, "If Assam wants to become one of the top 5 states in India, then we have to manage our population explosion." End quote. He also announced that eight subgroups with representatives from the indigenous Muslim community will be formed to discuss health, education, skill development, cultural identity, financial inclusion, and the empowerment of women. They will submit their recommendations on these issues within three months. While addressing an event organized by the Muslim Rashtriya Manch, a unit of the RSS, on Sunday. RSS chief Mohan Bhagwat made a strong pitch for religious harmony. He said and I quote, 
there can't be a dominance of hindus or muslims there can only be a dominance of indians if a hindu says that no muslim should live here then that person is not hindu end quote however according to the times of india bhagwat also asserted that the cow was a holy animal for hindus but those involved in lynchings were going against hindutva and the law should take its own course against them without any partiality the rss chief also spoke about the unity of hindus and muslims in the country he added and i quote hindu muslim unity is misleading as they are not different but one the dna of all indians is the same irrespective of religion end quote speaking of religion on june 29th the pure research center published its largest study outside the united states which surveyed 29999 indians on religion in india tolerance and segregation the study which was conducted over 3 years noted that indians generally see the country as a society where followers of many religions can live and practice freely the study had other findings as well for example stopping religious intermarriage is a high priority for both hindus and muslims in india but it was the religious tolerance angle that found wide interpretation in the media you can read siddharth singh's report on how z news in particular used the survey's conclusions on religious tolerance as proof of purported liberal hypocrisy the report is titled india is heaven for muslims why z news's coverage of the pew survey is disingenuous while you're on our website newslaundry.com you can also check out our latest nl sena project called plunder of the aravallis the aim of the project is to dig deeper into this gross instance of environmental exploitation governments and private players have treated this priceless natural resource only as a piece of real estate to be exploited and through the project we want to find out who exactly is responsible and hold them accountable so do consider contributing to the project it is independent investigative journalism like ours that is supported by our readers that sets us apart from your typical legacy news organization we pursue stories that matter despite the time and resources they demand because these are the stories that get lost in the unrelenting news cycle so take a moment and think about the news that you consume wouldn't you rather pay for what's important and play a part in making that important story be heard or are you comfortable augmenting your mind with mediocrity this is the choice you make today remember when the public pays the public is served yesterday protesting farmers announced that they will stage demonstrations every day outside the parliament against the three new farm laws during the monsoon session the session is likely to begin on july 19th and end on august 13th as per the announcement five members per organization along with at least 200 protesters will begin the demonstration on july 22nd the farmer union said that they will also send out letters to all the opposition mps two days before the monsoon session begins urging them to oppose and protest against the new farm laws in this regard farmer leader balbir singh rajewal said and i quote we will ask the opposition mps to raise the issue every day inside the house while we sit outside in protest we will tell them not to benefit the center by walking out of a session end quote the farmer groups also said that they will organize country wide demonstrations and will intensify their protests by shifting protesters from the delhi borders to the parliament the farmers recently completed 7 months camping at delhi's borders 
They fear that the policies will make them vulnerable to corporate exploitation. The government, however, continues to claim that the three laws are pro-pharma. The Central Bureau of Investigation today filed a new case in connection with the alleged irregularities in the Gomti Riverfront project in Uttar Pradesh. The project was launched by the Akhilesh Yadav-led Samajwadi Party government in 2015 and reportedly amounts to 1,600 crore rupees. Almost 189 people were named in the FIR, including government officials and engineers who had been associated with the project. The CBI is conducting an inquiry into the alleged diversion of funds and pooling of tenders for the project. It raided 42 locations in Uttar Pradesh, Rajasthan, and West Bengal after filing the case. The investigation agency alleged that Uttar Pradesh government officials had signed an agreement with the French company called Aquatic Show for a musical fountain at the river without due permission. The agreement was worth 55.95 lakh euros. This is the second case filed by the CBI in connection with the project. The first case was filed in June 2017 by the UP police under the Aditya Nath-led Bharatiya Janata Party government. The Supreme Court today issued a notice to the center while expressing shock at the fact that the police were still filing cases under section 66A of the Information Technology Act which was scrapped in 2015. The Apex Court also directed the center to file a counter affidavit in the case. The court will hear the matter after 2 weeks. This came after a bench headed by Justice R F Nariman was hearing a petition filed by the People's Union for Civil Liberties. The petition had sought that the police be advised against filing cases under the scrapped section. Citing the information available on the Zombie Tracker website, which was developed by a team of independent researchers, the petitioners mentioned that as on March 10th, 2021, a total of 745 cases are still pending and active before the district courts in 11 states. wherein accused persons are being prosecuted for offenses under section 66A of the IT Act meanwhile the police had filed 1307 new cases under the section since 2015 tribal rights activist stan swami died today at the age of 84 he was undergoing treatment at the holy family hospital in mumbai after his health condition deteriorated in may He suffered from Parkinson's disease and was put on ventilator support yesterday. Members of the civil society on Sunday had urged the Chief Justice of the Bombay High Court to intervene. They demanded his immediate bail. Swami had been in jail for 9 months in connection with the Bhima Koregaon case. He was charged under various sections of the Indian Penal Code and terror-related offences of the UAPA. Swami had tested positive for COVID-19 and was shifted out of the Taloja Central Prison to a private hospital over a month ago. In May, Swami had told a division bench led by Justice S.J. Kathawala that his health had progressively deteriorated in the 8 months he had spent at Taloja Prison. He said, and I quote, "8 months ago, I would eat by myself, do some writing, walk myself, but all these are disappearing one after another." So Taloja jail has brought me to a situation where I can neither write nor go for a walk by myself. Someone has to feed me. My deterioration is more powerful than the small tablets that they give. End quote. Former Maharashtra Home Minister Anil Deshmukh moved the Supreme Court on Sunday 
asking for protection from coercive action in a money laundering case. Deshmukh was summoned for questioning by the ED thrice, but he reportedly failed to appear every time. Meanwhile, he said that he would submit all the information and documents sought by the agency only after it gives him a copy of the enforcement case information report. He had also offered to answer questions through video conferencing. On June 25th, the ED had raided Deshmukh's home in Nagpur in relation to the case. Former Mumbai Police Commissioner Parambir Singh had accused Deshmukh of extorting money from bars, restaurants and hookah parlors in Mumbai. Tajikistan's National Security Committee today announced that 1037 members of the Afghan security forces fled across the border into Tajikistan as the Taliban continued to advance in northern Afghanistan. Several hundred Afghan troops had already crossed into Tajikistan after the Taliban opened attacks in early May. Meanwhile, the militia now controls roughly a third of all 421 districts and district centers in Afghanistan. According to Al Jazeera's report, Taliban successes have been attributed to the poor morale of troops who are mostly outnumbered and lack supplies. This came two days after US and NATO forces vacated their main Bagram airbase near Kabul. They were leading operations from the base for the last 20 years against the Taliban and its Al-Qaeda allies. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.